pops on, singing to that highway song. Got a little night smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you light, be good as dynamite. Following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this 26th day of May 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks in your first purchase of uh, baseball tickets, football tickets, hockey tickets, whatever you want to go to, go to SeatGeek.com. Use our promo code 1420POD. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your morning each and every morning here on Facebook and on YouTube and then on the uh, podcast form a little later on in the morning. And as always, we are part of the belly up media network make sure you go to bellyup.com and uh, check out all the great articles and other podcasts that are on the belly up media network anyways uh geez the toronto blue jays there uh to, to say the least they're in a bit of a funk right now two and eight in their last ten three back a wild card spot ten and a half back of that juggernaut tampa bay team the uh, jays to say the least they got kind of got punched in the mouth the last uh, week and a half to two weeks not doing so good when they face a lot of american league east opponents with the uh baltimore uh Orioles were a much better baseball team with the New York Yankees were still the Yankees and then you uh, like I said they're losing to uh, Tampa who just doesn't seem to do anything wrong except for that uh, what was it 20 to 1 beating the other night I think it was on uh, Tuesday night when that occurred or Wednesday it doesn't much matter what night of the week that occurred because it happened uh, early and often the Jays scored and they got things going but other than that the Jays have been struggling and now you're getting to that part of the season where you are who your record says you are usually by Memorial Day in the United States or our neighbors down south happy Memorial Day coming up this week and make sure you guys uh, celebrate uh, safely, but go out and have a good time on Memorial Day. Barbecue season starting off and all that stuff, but usually come Memorial Day in the baseball season, that's when it uh, the old saying comes around, your record is who you say you are, and this is what the Jays may be, this is who they are. One game above 500, not playing great baseball, fundamentally not doing so good. And of course, when things go a little bit sideways, what do you do? You have the good old closed door meeting that solves all the problems of the world, that there seems to be some magical formula behind those closed doors, door meetings that makes every uh, every professional sports team do a lot better. I don't know what goes on behind those meetings, but I, I'd like to uh, be a fly in the wall and what gets said and what doesn't get said. Uh, it's crazy that a, a, a major, like you, all of a sudden you have a closed door meeting and a pitcher all of a sudden starts throwing more strikes and quits walking guys on a regular basis. You uh, you have a, a closed door meeting and the, you put the deadbolt on the door and for some reason a guy is uh, getting more than one home run every 15 games.
games, your superstar uh, starts playing like your superstar because you had a closed door meeting and there was a conversation amongst grown athletes and grown men that something that, that gets said uh, in the closed door meeting without reporters in, in this in this in this magical room that has these closed door meetings and all the problems in the world seem to go away when you have a closed door meeting and it seems that every team has them in every sport and you, you wonder what the what goes on uh, all of a sudden pitchers are held more accountable because there is a closed door meeting and it, it fixes all the problems and all of a sudden you you have a, a catcher throwing being able to throw somebody out and not having seven stolen bases on them in one game as happened yesterday with the Toronto Blue Jays and this closed door meeting just gets everything out out in the open and these guys that they uh, without reporters in the room get told that we need to be more accountable we need to be more um, held more accountable for our own actions we need to start playing better I don't know what goes on behind these uh, magical closed door meetings where like you have a bouncer standing in front of uh, the the Roxy or the Rainbow or wherever it might be uh, with their arms crossed and all of a sudden magically uh, everybody starts tearing the cover off the ball and things get a lot better for for your for your baseball team or your hockey team or whatever it may be and these closed door meetings don't seem to include a manager for some reason um, and then you have the guys always who come out of, of these of these magical meetings where they drink the fairy dust or the Kool Aid or whatever it might be and uh, they say it's up to us it's we got to be we got to be better it's no, nobody else can help us out well no kidding that's 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 some uh, re- revelational crap coming out of a player's mouth when they say that yeah it's been up to you since day one you're the guy get, make, making the money and I hate to say to to, uh, to put uh, money on on the line when it comes to these guys but uh, it's it's one of those things where these athletes they know that it's th- that it's their job on a daily basis to go out and get the job done and it's them and baseball is one of those sports it's not really a team sport yeah you play as a team obviously but it's individuals and for the for, for these guys to come out and say yeah it's it's up to us well yeah that's how baseball works that's how the game of baseball works you have one guy who holds the ball in his hand throws it to another guy and hopefully the guy who, who's in the middle doesn't hit it it's one of those things then you have guys who are making errors that gets gets hit to that player and if they make an error yep that's your fault that's how baseball works and why they have to have these magical meetings once a, once a week or once a season or whatever it might be in fact I don't know why they don't have more of these closed door meetings because it seems to solve all the problems in the world they have them every year why they don't have one schedule like why management wouldn't schedule these things once every 10 days say hey boys i think she's time for another closed door meeting we have a problem here and this will this will fix our, our situation what we got going on here so maybe if we just have another closed door meeting we'll start playing better and then that that'll just fix all our problems don't include the manager though because he's not the one trying to write the ship make sure it's just the guys talking behind the manager's back maybe, maybe that that's the problem that they, they don't include the manager and the manager comes out and says yeah we got kicked in the teeth a little bit this week or punched in the teeth however he said it yesterday i'm talking about schneider with the jays um it, it always seems like they, they don't include the manager and it's like it's we we, we got to straighten this out as a team as a group well yeah that's how baseball works that's how professional sports work it's not the manager fixing it, it it's got to be the players on a daily basis fixing this thing and it, it's a bit of a mess in toronto right now and you got alec manoa uh who came off an, an all-star season last year and he was supposed to be the ace but in every basically every stat across major league baseball he's he's last uh in walks 
He's last in ERA. I'm talking about starters, like the 70 starters, whatever it might be. He's last in, in just about every statistical category in baseball right now. And he's he's got a real problem. I think it's maybe it's time to sit him down to miss a start or maybe send him down to the minors a little bit or something to figure out what's going on between that guy's ears because it's not good. And when you got to go to your bullpen uh, after three innings, like on Saturday, it wasn't his fault because they uh, Schneider came out twice in one inning and they had to pull him just because that's what the rules are. That That isn't good because you're your bullpen, which isn't great to begin with, they uh, they get taxed a little bit more, and it's a, it's a bad situation for the Jays. When every every five days you got a guy out there who's an absolute gas can and can't throw strikes, and that puts a lot of wear and tear on, on your team, a lot of wear and tear on your catcher and everything else. It's not a good thing for them to to have them. Do they sit him a start? Who knows? I don't know what kind of uh, space is between Manoa's ears because I don't think he would take very very uh, likely to a, or he wouldn't like a demotion. I mean, who would? But to a guy who was supposed to be your, your ace and your opening day starter and everything else. If he got sent down, I don't know how much he, how much he would like it. Is it time to just have a, a phantom injury and say, hey, maybe it's time to, to, to miss a start or two and figure out what's going on with you? Is it the pitch clock that it slowed, that uh, sped things up for him? It very well could be something as simple as that. He's just not used to to going at that pace because it is, it is a different pace in Major League Baseball now. And you just wonder why why it got, it got to this, this stage of the season already because, like I said, we're at Memorial Day and your record is who you said it says it is. And you you don't have much confidence in a guy who's supposed to be your ace, and then if you get a bad start from this guy or a bad start from that guy, it just can, it can snowball, and that's what's happened with the Toronto Blue Jays right now, and they have not fared well against the 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 American League East, which is a great division. You look at Tampa Bay, which is that juggernaut, got off that that roaring record breaking start, and then you have the Baltimore Orioles, who are a much much better baseball team. They beat the Yankees last night again in a great ball game, but they uh, they got a, mu- a much better ball team. Uh, Boston's okay; they, they they'll, they'll win some games. And the Yankees are the Yankees. Like they're they're not a great baseball team, but the Yankees are going to win their fair shape, their fair their fair share of baseball games. So the Jays, if they don't get things going a little bit and they stick around at 500, it's uh, yeah, that's who you are, and you're, you're you're a 500 team, and you're not going to do well against the good teams, and you're not, you're not making the playoffs. Maybe that's just it. Maybe the Toronto Blue Jays, because remember everybody, all the talking heads picked them to win last year, had them as World Series champions. They had them going going a certain certain direction. Yeah, they lost to Seattle. Seattle in, in the wild card round. And then this year, they aren't doing anything right now that's of anything special. So you, you wonder if maybe the Toronto Blue Jays are just who they, they the, their record says they are after two years of this of this core of uh, Bichette and, uh, and and Vladdy and everything else. Like Vladdy's struggling. Is he injured? Who knows? Um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't try, try not to follow that stuff because if you're playing, you can't be injured. So he can't be hurt that badly if he's, if he's, if he's playing every day. One home run in his last 15 games isn't performance. He's not doing anything of any substance whatsoever so you wonder what's going on there um it may be that this core just isn't who they are they got rid of a manager last year and then they brought schneider in and now there's people talking about firing schneider and and putting it don mattingly in to be the guy i don't think that that's that's the problem and i don't think that's the solution firing guys all the time because that usually doesn't get it done very rarely does firing a manager it has happened in the past obviously but very rarely does, does firing a manager in baseball at this point of the year uh get to success and so you just wonder what the, uh, the 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 end result of these guys are going to be. And Vladdy's going to want to get more money. And Bichette's already said he's going to get more money. So you wonder if this core maybe just isn't the right core that's been put together. Uh, they, they they have a, enough talent to win a little bit, but that you get injuries. But every team gets injured. So you can't blame that. Every team has problems. So you can't blame that. You, you just wonder if it's maybe just the core guys aren't that freaking good. And, and that, that could be just the, the, the simplest form of this little problem that the Toronto Blue Jays have right now. 
right now is that they just maybe not might might not be that good. They're going into Minnesota right now. Uh, Minnesota's in first place in the American League Central, which is absolutely an atrocious division. They're the only team above 500. I think they're 26 and 24 right now is their record. So a uh, third of the season in, they uh, they they're in first place in, in the. Uh, in the American League Central, but you play a bunch of teams that aren't very good. You you should be in first place, and the the, the Jays would be in first place in in the American League Central as well. So maybe it's just a a, a fact. The matter is that the Toronto Blue Jays are just a, a division that is too tough for them right now, and they're not getting the pitching that they that they need. They're not getting the catching that they need from Alejandro Kirk, giving up the seven stolen bases, and then he had an error, a pass ball yesterday with the two strikes. It was a drop third strike, and he didn't get the guy out, and then an error happened, and then it just snowballs like. When your pitcher gets out and Manoa has been struggling and you don't fi- finish the job and get the outs that you, that you need, it, uh, it can snowball quickly in baseball. And that's what's happening with the Jays right now. And they just aren't playing good, sound, fundamental baseball. But, you know, because they had that closed-door meeting, it's all going to fix things and things will get straightened out and the Toronto Blue Jays will come magically storming back in the American League East because of the, the fairy dust and whatever gets spread around these closed-door meetings with the bouncer in front, arms crossed, trying to get into Esmeralda's on a Saturday night in 1992 in Lethbridge, Alberta, one of those things, right? So you just wonder if these closed-door meetings is just a bunch of hoo-ha for the for the uh, the talking heads and for, for the... Uh, for the media to say, yeah, they had a closed door meeting and everything should be fine. And they talk about what's going on. And these guys are so secluded anyways. I don't know why they can't talk about that kind of crap on an airplane or in a hotel room or whatever it may be. And why people even know that there's these, these magical meetings that never really fix anything. Uh, and because if they, if, if these closed door meetings fix things, every team would, would go 162 and 0. It's just because every team over the year, they have these meetings that mean absolutely nothing. It's just talking. It's just a banter for the talking heads like myself here at 14, 20 in the morning and everything else. So it's just funny to, to hear that the Jays are, are going to try to write the ship because of the magical meeting. The deadbolt was locked and the, the media couldn't get into to hear what they were talking about. They, they had to wait 10 minutes instead of five. And that's all, that's all it really is. You wonder how it's going to turn out. I hope the Jays uh, t- turn it around a little bit because like I said baseball is a lot more fun for me when there's more people watching that uh, that are quasi Jays fans who turn into Jays fans and they can make fun of me and my Yankee fandom and I'm not I'm not I'm not talking bad about the Jays at all right now because I am a Yankee fan for those listening to the show uh, but I, I it's just uh, it's it's disheartening when you see a team that's supposed to make a run and it brings more fans around Canada to the game of baseball and talking about the game of baseball a game that I love you don't get a lot if the Jays aren't relevant uh, in, in, uh, in Canada they're not winning people People in Canada kind of tend, tend to tune it out over the summer months. It's just one of those things. They'll watch. They'll be quasi-fans. But when the Jays are doing well, it's a lot more fun for the actual baseball fans to be involved in it. And, you, know, you hope that they turn things around. But I just don't see it with that Manoa and the rest of the pitching staff. Kikuchi, who knows what you're going to get with that. Uh, it's just an odd situation. Vladdy's got to start hitting. If he's injured, sit down. If you're not doing your team any good, but somebody can't be hurt that badly if he's playing every day. I don't know. It's just a, an odd situation that they have there in Toronto, and hopefully they can they can just right the ship a little bit. Not to, not not too good and not too well, but make things a little more relevant. Anyways, on this day in 1988, the Edmonton Oilers beat the Boston Bruins 6-3 in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Finals to complete the series sweep. Essa Tikkanen scored twice, and Wayne Gretzky picked up a goal and two assists and finished the playoffs with 43 points on route to his second Conn Smythe Trophy in what would be Gretzky's last game with the Edmonton Oilers as he was traded to the Los Angeles Kings later that summer. 
this is rumor has it where the impromptu pitchers started taking place. The, uh, the not the not the post, but then when they grab the cup, gather around because Gretzky kind of heard and knew it's going to be his last game as an Oiler, and the last time he would put an Oiler jersey on to the alumni games, everything else. But it's rumored that, that that's where this tradition started uh, with the Gretzky because he knew the trade was imminent, going to happen this day in 1988 at the Northlands Coliseum in Edmonton, Alberta. A lot of great memories from those Oiler teams back in the day with Gretzky and everything else. So it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, crazy to think it was that that many years ago today where Gretzky played his last game as an Oiler. And it's an odd one. Happy birthday to PJ Stock, born on this day 48 years ago uh, in Montreal, Quebec. Stock played seven season Ash Hockey League and appeared in 235 games, scored five goals, 21 assists, and somehow he parlayed that into a broadcasting career uh, during his uh, his NHL career, Stock made stops with the New York Rangers, Montreal Canadiens, Philadelphia Flyers, and the Boston Bruins. Uh, PJ Stock, I don't mind him on TV, actually. When he was on TV, he was pretty good. Entertaining. Tough character, as you can see him, if you're watching here on YouTube. Gotten a lot of fights. He was a feisty young individual. There's no getting around that. So happy birthday to PJ Stock. Anyways, uh, there was no show last night. A little emergency. Not a, there was a, a sad situation with Dave's family last night. So we no, no show last night, but we'll get this going again. So Dave, if, you, if you're listening, call condolences from everybody here at 1420 World Headquarters. Um, and make sure everybody uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. As you guys know, it helps us. Uh, the little guy there, if you're watching on YouTube now, uh, he'll he'll tell you to subscribe and everything else. Make sure you hit the button. And th- thanks for those listens to the YouTube channel or to, to the podcast. Later on today, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and uh, listen in wherever it is you get your podcast. Talk to people about the show because that helps spread the good word of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. We appreciate all the support we get on a daily basis from you guys. So keep spreading the word. Belly Up Media, make sure you listen to that. And go to uh, righteousfelling.com and get some uh, 15% off their, their, their premium beef, beef jerky by using promo code BELLYUP at checkout for uh, righteousfelonjerky.com. Anyways, have a great week, everybody. I got baseball. The WCBL gets going tonight, so that'll be a lot of fun playing in or umpiring in front of some uh, bigger crowds. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great time of year around here, so it'll be a lot of fun. Families in town and uh, everything else. So it'll be a lot of fun. Anyways, have a great weekend. We will talk to you guys on Monday. And remember, as always, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good weekend, folks. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the high-five strangers guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.